morning. morning. Today is Wednesday, August the 9th, the year of our Lord, 2023, and this is Daybreak Live with the Nesbits. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible.
Amen. Amen. <laughs> Who doesn't look at the beauty of God's creation and it bring you close to God? That song always makes me want to be in the mountains. Yeah, me too. Up in the Smoky Mountains. Poor Donna gets to live all the time, right? Hallelujah. Morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. There's Charles, Larry. Hey, brother Charles. Hey, brother Josh over in Jerusalem. Diana and the other Diane. Let's see who else. Brother Frank. Hey, brother Frank. Laura, Rich, Peggy, Bob. All right. Love you guys. Thank you for being here. We'll try to jump in here. Uh, this 8 o'clock, right? 8 o'clock stuff going on here. It's a little bit of a weirdness for me, actually. But maybe after a week or two, I'll get all settled in here. So yesterday, we spent a whole lot of time on one proverb, uh, which is fine, but pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. And uh, so we only got to verse 22 in chapter 16. That's okay, though, because that's a big one because the the pride is one of those things that God lists that he hates. Yeah, that's, so that's a good thing. It's a big deal. Amen. So yesterday we got up to verse 22. So today we start with verse 23. We're walking through the book of Proverbs uh, each day. And we have gotten, we're going to start with verse 23 today. Yesterday, I did not put these up on the screen. Maybe I can remember to do that today. And when I'm putting these on the screen, though, see, I can't see your comments. I, I'm only allowed to see one or two things, one thing, one one thing that I'm working on. And so, unless Lisa sees it, doesn't any do really any good for you to go, hey, they're not up there. <laughs> so anyway, Proverbs 16:23. Let's get going. The heart of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips. Wow, the heart of the wise teaches his mouth, words. There's something, I, I've, I've told Lisa the last few days, there's something I'm wanting to study throughout the scriptures, and I've not yet done it, but the, the power of words. You know, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. When we look at the creation in Genesis, we say we see that God spoke and it brought forth creation. And I've been wondering just how powerful are words? You know, it, it, the Proverbs here, this one, and then the next one, you know, this is the heart of the wise teaches his mouth. Remember the Lord Jesus said, uh, Yeshua said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? What comes out of the mouth comes forth from the heart and it defiles a man. And this was a time when, they hadn't washed, they hadn't rit ritually washed their hands like they ought to. That was the manner of the day for purifying. They'd been eaten with unwashed hands, and they were like, these guys are, you know. And, and Jesus says, look, nothing going into the mouth defiles the man, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. Well, just think of that one term right there. What comes out of the mouth defiles someone. What? That's power. 
Think about the power of words. Does not Romans 10, 9 and 10 say that if we believe in our, uh, if we confess with our mouth Jesus as Lord, believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead. Of course, it's in the heart, but we confess with our mouth Jesus is the Lord, believe in our heart God's raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. That's power. Confession is so very powerful. And it says it adds learning to his lips. Now, here's another. I just I jumped over here and I, I jotted down right beside verse 23, life and death and the power of the tongue. And I know where that comes from. That comes from Proverbs 18, 21. If you want to just kind of flip over there, I don't have this to put on the board. It says death and life are in the power of the tongue. Think about that line. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So that means the power of my words. Words are powerful. So this morning, uh, I was thinking about this. Let's go ahead and throw the next one up on the board too, though. Let's see. Right, verse 24. Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. Uh, we speak life, right? The whole idea is speak life. Speak life. I think, I think that there's one of those Christian singers put out a song that says, Speak Life, Speak Life, you know. Uh, I can't think who that is. It's the one that raps a lot, I think. So I just Toby looked Mac. up. Toby Mac. Toby Mac, you're right. I just looked up the power of words for some quotes this morning. And uh, it's it said this, and I actually put this in. Uh, the title, I think, I can't tell here, but I, I'm pretty sure that the your title says, uh, the subtitle is Words, uh, a Powerful Drug, the, mo the Most Powerful Drug. Well, I got that from this quote. It says, Words are, of course, the most powerful drug used by mankind. So this is a study that I'm wanting to do, and I guess I'm kind of beginning it today. I'm going to just give you some quotes. Martin Luther King, okay, occasionally in life, there are those moments of inutterable fulfillment which cannot be completely explained by those symbols called words. Their meanings can only be articulated by the inaudible language of the heart. Charles Capps says, Words are the most powerful things in the universe. Words are containers. They contain faith or fear or they, produ they produce and they produce after their kind. Tony Robbins, throughout human history, our greatest leaders and thinkers have used the power of words to transform our emotions, to enlist us in their causes, and to shape the course of destiny. Words can not only create emotions, they create actions. And from our actions flow the results of our lives. Next, the word, uh, the power of words is immense. A well-chosen word has often sufficed to stop a flying army, to change defeat into victory, and to save an empire. 
Your word is your wand. The words you speak create your own destiny. So I've really been thinking about this a lot as I've been thinking about contracts we make with ourselves, words we speak to ourselves, uh, and how we need to speak life to ourselves, speak life to our mind to recode uh, bad thinking. You know, there's some areas in my life I just have bad thinking, right? Uh, I'll share with you one of the uh, things in my life has always been fear of failure. I've, I always hear this voice. I don't know if it's my flesh or if it's the enemy, but I'm always hearing this voice. You're going to fail. You're going to fail. You're going to fail. You may succeed for a while, but you're going to fail. And I need those words to change, right? Because they have powerful outcomes. You know, our thoughts, we speak words, words turn into actions. And, you know, and I was thinking about some of those quotes that words create wars. Words stop wars. So I don't know exactly how powerful words are, but uh, it does lead. I'm, I'm really looking at and, and trying to look at the New Testament and the way the Lord says speak and the Apostle Paul says speak, you know, that we're, that we're careful what we say, you know, be, be slow, quick to hear and slow to speak. That means really carefully consider before what you let come out your mouth, out your mouth. Can I say this to you? I believe this, and this probably goes for everybody, but I don't, I'm not going to say it goes for you personally. Okay. But Sometimes we don't think enough before we speak. We speak without thinking, and it causes a lot of pain. Would you agree with that? Amen. Cause a lot of pain. Uh, husbands and wives can cause a lot of injury and pain to each other by their words. But pleasant words are like a honeycomb. They're sweet. Verse 24. All right, let's move on like to know your thoughts about words. I think they're very, very powerful. All right. There is a way, verse 25, there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end of the way is death. Now, this is repeated. This We had this, I don't know, somewhere back in chapter 14. Yeah, chapter 14, verse 12, same proverb. So this proverb is repeated again. There's a way that seems right to a man, and the way is indicative of a, a road or a path. It's like, you know, choose your path, choose your way. Uh, and, you know, when we just talk about path driving a car or walking down a path, we might get to the end of the path and go, hey, where are we? I'm lost. I don't know where I'm at. Uh, but this proverb saying is there's a way that seems right to a man, and he takes and chooses that path, but that way ends up in death. And so we need to choose our path wisely, and, and that's why the Lord Jesus says, uh, "What broad, wide is the way, broad is the way that leads to death. Many there is that go straight, narrow is the way that leads to life. Few there be that go in thereat. So we need to check ourselves for sure and uh, look at the road we're on. 
Look at the path we're on. And this is wisdom. You, you might enjoy the path you're on at the moment. You might say, well, I'm really liking this path. But where's this path leading you? Is it leading you away from God? Is it leading you into more heartache, more trouble? Where is this path going to take you? This is so important, especially for young people, to think about the path they're on and the way they're on. Amen? It's so important. All right. Need to get on the right road. Verse 26. The person who labors, labors for himself. For his hungry mouth drives him on. That is to say, his own hunger drives him on, uh, meaning to say, uh, I, I look at this and say, okay, the one who's laboring, he's laboring to eat. He's laboring to, to eat, which means um, you can't force uh, community-type lifestyle on people, whether that be nationally or individually. Um, people work. We work. We get out in labor. You know, there's a there's an ethic in the scripture that we need to work. We need to labor, right? To eat. Now, there's different types of labor. There's different types of work. I understand that. And some people work by investing, and some people work in many many different ways. Uh, but the point is, labor is good, and he's laboring for himself. People need to. Uh, to some extent, have a drive that takes care of herself. Now, in 2 Thessalonians, the Apostle Paul talks about this. He's speaking to the church. He says, you know what? There's, there's some people among you that's not working at all. He's, and I'm telling you, if they won't work, they, they shouldn't eat. So there, there's not this uh, attitude in Scripture to where uh, you just do nothing and take off the other, I guess what I'm saying is in the political realm, sometimes there's there's people out there that get this political thought process of, well, I don't want to do nothing. I just want to take their money. I, you know, let's pass laws. Let's pass legislation that just takes from them and gives it to me. Now, we should take care of the poor. We should help the poor. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about people that are truly destitute and they can't do anything and they can't get out and do anything. We should help those people. It's not what we're talking about. But we're talking about able-bodied people that can do and won't. They can do and won't. I have known people who were generationally, um, like their parents have been on, on some sort of... We raise people this or, way now. Or health or welfare or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's all they'd ever seen. That's all they'd ever known. That's the way of life. And I remember telling one lady, you work harder to not work, to beat the system and right. not work than you would if you just would go to work. Yeah, the, the ingenuity yeah. and the, the, yeah, that's right. Now, that's now, not I mean, to say. I do realize there are people who really need Really it. need it. And that's not what we're talking about. I'm we're talking not about young people yes. who are fit to work Amen. and walk. We, we definitely believe and know, and it's a good thing for those who really need help to be able to get help. That's a beautiful thing, and that's not what we're talking about at all. But we're talking about people who play the system and 
just that's all they're determined to do is play the system so that they don't have to uh, work. And this says, hey, this proverb is saying we labor to get what we need to eat, right? We need to get out and do something. And Apostle Paul said that to the church too. Hey, if he won't get out, if he won't work, don't give him no food. If he won't do anything, don't feed him. Yeah, which flies in the face of every <laughs> yeah. thing we got going on today. All right, next next verse is uh, 27. An ungodly man digs up evil, and it is on his lips like a burning fire. Now, when I look at this proverb, all I can think about is politics today. You, an ungodly man digs up evil. Not not just he goes looking for trouble. He's digging, taking a shovel and digging up evil. And then when he finds the evil, it's on his lips like a burning fire. He's digging up evil and sharing it and promoting it and speaking it. There's those words again. Words are powerful. Think about how powerful words are. They get people elected or they keep people from getting elected. And according to who gets elected determines how our country is led, our state, our city, our county. It's powerful. Words are powerful, man. And when you dig up evil, goes looking for evil, and he digs it up, then he can't keep it to, for, to himself. He's going to share it. And as he starts sharing the evil that he's fine, digging up evil on people, <laughs> or digging up evil and shares it, it causes all kinds of burning fires, it says. It's, it's on his lips like a burning fire. And what happens when a burning fire is going out? You know, if you take, it's dangerous to take a big torch and just walk through dry woods. Why? Well, some of it drops off. It starts another fire. Starts another fire. Starts another fire, right? Verse 28. A perverse man sows strife, and I think this goes together with 27. A perverse man sows strife, and a whisperer separates best friends. I just put out beside this gossip. That's all I put out, right, gossip. A whisperer. People can start this. You know what's really bad? We have to deal with this in politics. We have to deal with this in culture. It's there. Nothing we can do about it. The world that doesn't love the Lord, you expect it to be there. I tell you where this is really bad is in the church of Jesus Christ. It's really bad when whisperers start going in the church, right? When people say things. You know, you know what Jesus says, take care of that. Here's what Jesus says. You got a problem with someone? Hey, darling. You got a problem with someone? Go and tell them between you and him alone. You and that person, you need to go talk to that person and get it worked out. Then the scripture says, if you cannot get that worked out with just you two, then you take two or three with you. So in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word will be established that you're trying to make this right. Then, if you can't make it right with the two or three, then you tell it to the church. And then the scripture says if, if they won't hear the church, that's when you do something about it. But perverse man sows strife. This, you know, 
he's sowing like like seeds, like throwing out grass seeds. Here a while back, I'm, I'm trying to get grass growing the house I flipped that we put on the market. And I'm sowing seeds. You know, I'm taking them out of bag and I'm sowing seeds. Well, that's the the mental picture of the perverse dude that is sowing strife everywhere he goes. And he's whispering and he's separating people, separating even best friends. You know, people can do this and get to whispering. And the next thing you know, these two people that are just great friends ain't friends anymore. They have nothing to do with each other anymore. So be careful. Be careful what we say. Be careful how we walk. Be careful what we sow. Can I get an amen to that? All right. Praise God. Thank you guys for being here today. That'll wrap up this Wednesday's daybreak. Love to read your thoughts, hear your thoughts. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for praying for us. We'll, we're praying for you guys. And... Uh, and pray for daybreak as well, that it'll reach out, help somebody, right? All right, we'll get off here. Shalom to all of you. Yes, darling. I hope y'all know, because I know a lot of people are wondering what that thing is on the top of your head, right in your part. So, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's so obvious, and I don't want people thinking there's something up there that ain't. It's just a little place he busts his head open. Mama. So y'all pray that it heals swiftly. <laughs> I dropped a gutter on my head yesterday. I had something fall on my head. It cut my head, bled down my face. Not a big deal. I don't know why you brought that up, darling. I've been sitting here looking at it thinking, <laughs> that kind of looks like a bug on your head. It's, it's not a right. bug. <laughs> it's not a bug. It's a healing up slash. Thank God that he heals us. Yeah. Thank God that we're made to be healed. Thank you, Lord, exactly. for blood clotting abilities. That Clot that blood and keep it from running down in your eyes. Amen. Right there. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Thank you for your kindness to us always. And uh, we'll jump off here. You be blessed. Let's say the Lord's Prayer together, shall we? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Hey, and Diana, I read your comment wrong. So I just deleted my response. <laughs> Uh, we're so off track. Love you guys. See you tomorrow. Bye.